Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And in this week's news segment, from paranormal to actual news that's happening now, NASA just launched the most powerful moon rocket ever created, NASA's Space Launch System. Super Heavy Rocket has successfully lifted off its multi-week mission. Around the moon is a landmark moment for NASA's Artemis program, which seeks to return humanity to the moon before striding on to Mars. Now, this is a big step to ultimately trying to expand life from the Earth because we are being, you know, are they're pounding into our head that this Earth is dying, which that's going to be an episode future about the whole climate change talk and how for years they've been saying the Earth is going to do this and the Earth is going to do that. We're going to have an ice age. We're going to have floods. We're going to do this. But ultimately, this is an initiative to expand life into Mars, into the moon, and this is the first step going forward for NASA to ultimately do that. If you are a fan of the hit franchise Call of Duty, which is a new game launches every year around the October-November season, Warzone 2.0 has officially launched today, and that is free to play. Um, Call of Duty came out about a week or two ago, and the Warzone, which is free to play, came out today, November 16th. If you're on the East Coast, 1 o'clock is the time that it was able to be played, and that has launched today. And if you are a fan of the Batman animated cartoon series, Kevin Conroy has passed away at the age of 66 years old. Now, Kevin Conroy was the voice of Batman, Bruce Wayne, in the animated cartoon series, and he also did a lot of voiceover work in the Arkham Asylum games, Arkham Knight games, um, all the Arkham games that came out. He was the most iconic voice actor, in my opinion, because I grew up watching the Batman animated series, and not only was that series very good for a cartoon that to this day I could still watch episodes, Kevin Conroy was iconic. He was, when you heard his voice, you knew that was Batman, especially how Mark Hamill does the Joker. You know, a lot of people nowadays, when you think Joker, you think of Heath Ledger from his great performance. When you think Mark Hamill, you think of Luke Skywalker, you think of the Joker. He had a very iconic voice for that. And we have lost the voice of Batman, so that happened this week. Um, Very unfortunate that we lost a great legend to a short fought battle of cancer at the young age of 66 years old. So um, that's the sad news this week um, to end the news segment. So Kevin Conroy, rest in peace. Um, And we're going to get right into the episode today. Now, if you are a repeat listener to the Say What Again Billy podcast, which you can find me on Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast, which is my Instagram, which is where I post most of my upcoming episodes and episodes that will drop. Back in season one, before I had music and intros and I was using what was simply given to me by the Anchor, by Spotify, I did an episode, I think it was episode three, I think my very first episode was Cryptids and my second episode, my third episode rather, was about the um, sleep paralysis. And let's actually just double check that real quick. I'm, I'm pretty sure that, but yeah, season three, I mean, season one, episode three was the um, sleep paralysis. And in that episode, I spoke about how I got into doing that episode, which was my wife, when she was in college, 
had to watch a documentary called The Nightmare for part of her class. And when she said, hey, let's watch it together, you know, I agreed. And we put it on Netflix and started watching it. Now, she did not know upon watching that documentary that it was going to be something scary. She does not like to watch anything scary. She does not like the ghost stuff. She could actually hang with me when it comes to talking about UFOs and cryptids and all that stuff. But when it comes to ghosts and the immediate paranormal with shadow figures and demons and exorcisms and seeing scary pictures and videos caught on camera, she does not like watching paranormal caught on camera with me, she gets you know to the point where I don't want to watch it. Now, about five minutes into this documentary, if anyone has ever watched The Nightmare, <clears throat> you will see that it is actually more of a documentary to what people see during sleep paralysis, which is a scientific and common occurrence in, I would say, one out of every 50 Americans experience sleep paralysis. And more of a paranormal talk in that documentary as opposed to the scientific talk. Now, in the documentary, they go on to tell you what certain people have seen during their experience of sleep paralysis. And I covered a lot of that documentary and what people see. But a lot of people lately have reported seeing one of the many reported things during sleep paralysis to a point where scrolling through things to watch because I tend to like watching true things like, you know, true paranormal things. Like I always say paranormal caught on camera, um, which I watched yesterday and there was something very intriguing about that episode. But um, it has things that the average people record and put onto the show and the show picks what, what is on there. But going on Amazon, I noticed a documentary about one of the things that people see in during sleep paralysis, and that is a figure of a man in a hat. Now, going back to my older episode in season one, I do say there are people that see this being or this shadow figure upon other things like regular shadow people, even as far as gray aliens and demonic things which could be identified if you're a true paranormal expert, demonic things that are labeled incubus and succubus, which are the demons at night that tend to sit on your chest and keep you paralyzed, the incubus being for the women and the succubus demon being for the men. So a lot of people have reported more about this man in the hat. And in the world of paranormal, we're trying to figure out why, in fact, when sleep paralysis occurs, why people are seeing this demonic figure. And according to this documentary, which I've actually yet to watch, so I haven't watched the documentary that I stumbled across on Amazon, which is titled The Man in the Hat. Um, if you watch the trailer, it appears that there is an individual in that show that doesn't only see him, because labeled as a, a him doesn't only see them during the nighttime. It, she also sees him throughout like 
parties and throughout her everyday life. There's pictures that on the trailer that you see somebody or some shadow of a man in the hat. So what we're trying to figure out is why most people during sleep paralysis see him in particular. So there's actually an ongoing theory that I actually researched that the man in the hat is actually an interdimensional being, which is what a lot of people are going towards, leaning towards what UFOs and potentially aliens are. That there's this ongoing theory that wormholes and portals and beings from other dimensions are finding ways to intertwine into our realm, our current time, and be seen for a short time. That's also a theory with the shadow people, that maybe when you go to these quote-unquote haunted places, that you're in a place where so much things have happened, the history, and so many people have come in and out of, that a time-lapse occurs, and you can't actually see the people that were there full-fledged what they looked like, but you see remnants of what a person was doing. Like, let's just say, for instance, um, a museum or a old theater. So many people went in there, and let's say the theater was built in the 1900s, that people go to these theaters and they're seeing remnants via shadow people of people that were once going in and out of the theater, people that once worked there. So that could be a theory of what you know the shadow people are, but why are people seeing this man in the hat? So they're saying that an interdimensional being that has found a way to affect certain people when they sleep, and when you're sleeping, if you get caught in that stage of sleep paralysis, this being will come to you. And basically, I've never heard of the man in the hat being harmful. It's almost like he comes in to just stare at you and you're in this horrific state of being able to see but not being able to move, not being able to speak, which is terrifying. I thank God I've never experienced that. Um I don't know how I would do with, you know, waking up after a long ordeal like that and explaining to my wife, hey, I, I had sleep paralysis and this dude was staring at me. You were right next to me. Dang, you know, I'm I'm thankful I haven't experienced it because I don't know how I would do with that. But a lot of people have had this terrifying experience of this person with a hat walking in and just staring at them. And it's more terrifying because not only, you know, he can't move, but what people describe him as or how he looks. It's a lot of people describe him as just a shadowy figure that appears to be wearing a coat. Now, regular shadow paper is just a darker than dark shadow moving and not even light that hits them can make them lighter. It's just a dark figure. This particular man in the hat can kind of be identified as wearing a trench coat with this top hat. Some say it's a cowboy-esque hat. Some people say it's a top hat. And when people describe him, they can describe the coat and the hat. A lot of people also say that he has red eyes or yellow eyes, which if you ever watch Supernatural, things that have that color, Supernatural kind of nailed it down to, to, to a point where it's demonic. And some people that report demonic entities usually report seeing something with red or yellow eyes. 
And this man in the hat happens to have that color eyes as per people that have been in this horrific experience. So, is he an interdimensional being that has found a way to cross over to our quote-unquote now realm and look at certain people that are in this really deep REM that are half asleep, half awake, but can't move. You know, what scientists say is you get caught in between being awake and, and sleeping, that your body's, you know, what your body does is essentially, and I'm not, I'm paraphrasing on this, essentially when you fall asleep, your body shuts down to protect you from moving and falling. But when you're half awake, your body's still in that state, but you're physically able to see, but not move. So maybe when you're in that stage, you're in that, what people say, hey, your brain can do a lot more than what it could, what it, you know, what we know how to do. When you're in that state, half asleep, half awake, maybe that's something of a hint of, you know, hey, we can maybe project ourselves and come out of our quote unquote body to go interdimensional and do interdimensional things like what they're saying this hat figure person can do. Maybe you're experiencing technically how to do that. You know, they, they say that we don't use our full brain. So what if there's a possibility that you can go into like a deep meditation and basically come out of body? Like people say they have these OBEs when they're near death, these out of body experiences, and they go back to their body. Maybe there's something in our brain that would be able to do that without unfortunately becoming near death, you know, coming close to death. So these people that are caught in this REM sleep that are half awake, but their body's sleeping and see something, maybe it's something to do with them themselves and the other being on the other side, what they're seeing, figured out a way to do that. And that's why a lot of people see the man in the hat. Now we step away from that interdimensional theory, which is being kind of portrayed in UFO sightings now and, you know, the alien hold the old hair alien talk and we go into actual just flat out, it could be demonic. Now, the reason I go and I lean personally towards the demonic stuff is the simple fact that a lot of people that have the sleep paralysis, they say the only way they can get out of it is by praying or picturing Jesus or picturing the Virgin Mary. And they say that when they have this horrific experience, whether it be the demonic figure sitting on their chest or these things staring at them, shadow figures plus the man in the hat, which people have said the man in the hat comes not only by himself, but accompanied by two other shadow figures, and he's in the middle. What people say happens is when they can't move, they think of a religious, a religious figure like Jesus or Mary, and it makes the sleep paralysis demon or the man in the hat make a sound and then vanish, and they are able to wake up from that horrific experience. And the reason, like I said, is I'm leaning towards demonic because that tends to be the fix for the experience. And if this person in the hat or this figure or this demon or whatever you want to call what this is, the interdimensional being, demon, alien, when they think of a religious figure, they, they vanish. So, usually, with that, 
you can say this thing is demonic. Now, I've mentioned that demons probably walk around us. It's kind of in the Bible doesn't really say that demons went to hell, you know, kind of doesn't say that Jesus banished, I mean, God banished the devil to a, to in the Bible to hell. It's he banished them where he can't be in heaven anymore. So I had a theory and I swore and I say, I said it on this podcast that when we walk around our everyday life, people say there's evil. People do evil things. And some people do these evil things and there's no question, there's a question on why they did it and they don't have answers. Evil walks among us. So there's evil within people that do these really horrific things and then there's evil that we can't see. And there's a potential that when we fall asleep and we dwindle on the half awake and half sleep where we can be coherent but not move, we can see things that normally we can't see and unfortunately... It might be these things that walk among us, these evil things. And when they know you're susceptible to seeing them, they'll scare the shit out of you, you know? And that's a strong theory that the man in the hat is a leader of these demonic shadow people that visit unfortunate select people when they're having sleep sleep paralysis. Another theory is that this man in the hat is actually not an interdimensional being or a demon, but in fact, a extraterrestrial. We go into the being abducted theory, where people commonly say they see what has been described as gray aliens. But what if it is a extraterrestrial being blocking out what they look like in somewhat of a disguise of a man in a top hat and a trench coat and they are taking select people putting them into this sleep paralysis and potentially studying certain people now if you watch the documentary The Nightmare some of the people on the show dealt with sleep paralysis for quite some time until eventually it stopped or it stopped and it picked up again and one or two individuals in the documentary have said that that individual, the man in the hat, is the one that is the repeat offender. The one that comes on a weekly or monthly basis to see them while they're sleeping. And it's a possibility, swaying away from interdimensional stuff and demons, that maybe it is something that is extraterrestrial. There are various, various reports of people being abducted and describing, you know, gray aliens. Possibility, if that is if that is real, because there are famous stories that I can get into in later episodes, but if they got smart to, hey, they're describing us in a certain way, we kind of got to back off and use something else so that they don't say it's aliens abducting them because they want to lay low-key, if that's what they're doing with all the sightings nowadays, but I digress. Maybe they can essentially dis- disguise themselves into this dark, shadowy figure with a top hat and coat and have a free-for-all to whoever they selected 
and want to study while they sleep. And reported abductees have said that when they wake up and they're, you know, being abducted or they're in the midst of an abduction, they can't move. They could just see what's being done to them. People reported, like, instruments getting put into them and being stared at by figures. Some say they're blurry figures that have these odd heads with these big black eyes or they're shadows with strange shapes. They don't look like human shadows, but they have strange shapes. So there's possibility that the man in the hat is an extraterrestrial. And that process of being in sleep paralysis is a process of abduction to the quote-unquote extraterrestrials. So interdimensional being, demonic, or extraterrestrial are the three basic assumptions of what this thing can be. It is one of the most documented descriptions of what people see during sleep paralysis. Again, you know, a lot of people have seen shadow figures, have seen the gray aliens, have seen horrific demonic forms, but this certain man in the hat, for some reason, is what has been described in most instances during sleep paralysis. So on Amazon, I've yet to watch it. Um, I'm going to rent it. Um, Next week, I have four days off where I can film the podcast with no problem. I can watch a lot of things and catch up on a lot of things. Next week is when I will watch the documentary and I will go on Instagram and do a video, whether it be live or pre-recorded, on what I thought about the documentary in regards to this episode, which happens to be episode 80 of my podcast, and talk about what I thought about this, you know, document uh, documentary on on uh, Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called The Man in the Hat. Um, the rating of it, I remember seeing, I think, out of five stars, it got like four. Usually, I go by, before I watch these documentaries or paranormal shows that are on Prime, I usually go by the ratings because most of the time you have to rent or buy them even though you're a Prime member, which is beyond me, but whatever. Um, it's not like you can go on Discovery Plus, Travel Channel, Paranormal you know, category and watch things and you can shut it off and you're, you subscribe to that service. So it's like you're not really losing out. But when you're going to rent or buy something on Prime, you kind of want to see the ratings. I usually do that, look at the star ratings, and go online and Google the documentary. I have Googled the documentary, The Man in the Hat, and people not only leave the review of it being scary and, and good, but they, in in the midst of reading the reviews, have shared their stories about this Man in the Hat figure. So next week, I'm going to take the time to rent it, 3 $4, whatever it is, and watch it and give you, my listeners, to the Say What Again Billy podcast, uh, what I thought about it, but this episode is about what this being or this man in the hat could possibly be, and it's one of three things. It is a alien, extraterrestrial. It is a demon, or it is somebody has figured out how to interdimensionally travel to people that are almost finding out that they can do the same thing, like come out of body. Like you're on a shroom trip or a DMT trip. 
or DAT, whatever that drug is called, DMT, I believe. And they're seeing people that are nearing the ability to do what he has mastered. And I say he because it's just, he's described as a tall figure that has a hat and shadow and people that refer to him do refer to him as a him. But maybe it's an it. Maybe it's a she. Who knows? We do know that the man in the hat, based on what people say and describe, is a terrifying experience during an already terrifying experience of sleep paralysis. And we are still in question on what or who or what is happening and why he appears most of the time, but the man in the hat will remain a a mystery and will remain one of the most documented sightings during sleep paralysis. So hopefully, to my listeners, you never get to see the man in the hat. And if you want to see him, I give you all the credit because as much as I love paranormal and things that are scary, that is an experience that I never want to have. So that's been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. You could listen to the Say What Again Billy podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. And I like to thank the Anchor app by Spotify for giving me the opportunity to have my paranormal podcast. And if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is the app that lets you get your podcasting idea out there free of charge, giving you all the tools you need to do so. So if you have a podcasting idea and you want to get it out there, download the Anchor app by Spotify to get your idea out there. I am on Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast. That's short for the Say What Again Billy podcast on Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast. Find me on there. I post upcoming episodes and episodes that are going to drop like this one in the next 30 minutes or so after I'm done recording. And I hope everybody enjoyed the 80th episode of this uh, paranormal podcast. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.